Kedaf Nun Dal, we're starting again from the bottom of Nun Gimel Mudmez. The Mishnah said, Naflotechei Shavu Kelev, Venishperu, or a Hamar, and it's Nikru. So the Mishnah said, you're going to be Patur on Kelev, the Patur of Kelev on Bar. So, first of all, where does that come from? And is it Muskam Lakol? So, the Gemara Masnis and the Laker of Yehuda. Our Mishnah is not like Shitas or Yehuda. We've quoted this Shita before. The son of Yehuda, Mechayev on this Kelev of Bar. Yehuda says, no. Yehuda says, just like Yehuda on a Shar that falls into a bar, Yehuda on a person that gets injured in a bar, you also Chayev on Kelev that break or get Ripped or anything like that in a bar. What's the machlekes? Machlekes and how to dash in the pesukim. My time in the rabbanon. Damar kravin nafal shama shar oichamar. So the pasuk says. What's going to be talking? Nafal shama shar oichamar. And there it is. Chiyef tach ish bar. Ochiyich ish bar. Veloichasenu v'nafal shama shar oichamar. And as we'll see, we're going to spend a lot of time today on many pesukim in the Torah, which try to give examples of animals or things that different uh, activities occur too. And Shara Hamar are the classic examples that we use in the Torah for those type of activities. But the question is, why does it use that word Shar or Hamar? Why doesn't it use Behema? Why does it not use just any any type of object? Why does it have to be a Shara Hamar? So the Rabbana Darshan, the Mavla Shama Shara Hamar, Shar is Bimaitzi Adam. We said if an Adam dies in a bar, you're going to be potter. We'll see more details about that today. And Hamar is Vilay Kalim. Hamar, the reason it's Begish again, nothing about the word Hamar specifically, but the word shar and chamar are miyutim, and therefore shar is a mayat and adam that falls into the bar and gets killed. Not if he gets injured, we said injured is okay. And kalim, that kalim also have to get broken in a bar. And as we've said earlier, that kalim by definition, when a kli breaks, that's always called misa. That's called the death of the kli, and therefore it's the equivalent of a death of an adam. Just like an adam dies in a bar, you're going to be put if an adam gets injured in a bar, you're going to be chayv. A kli also, but there's no such thing as injuring a kli. If there's no such thing as injuring a kli, but Clear, you're always going to be potter. That's the Rabbana. Behuda disagrees. Why? He says, Oi, when it says, Shar Oi, Chamar, that's the Rabbis, it's a killer. The opposite. As we'll see, we're going to go through some more drushes here. Behuda says, I agree with you that the word Chamar should be mighty Kalim, but the word Oi, not Shar Vichamar, but Shar Oi, Chamar, is coming to be Marba, despite what you might have thought, we're actually going to include Kalim in this halacha. Rabbanan. So what do the Rabbanan do with the word oi? They teach me lechalik. We have a kind of discussion a few places in Shas, which is when the Torah says a list of things, by definition do we think it means both, or do we think it means either? Right? When it says shor and chamar, does that mean shor and chamar? And only if both fall into the bar together, you're going to be chayef for whatever reason? Or does it always mean either shor or a chamar? So over here, the Rabbi Yudah, for whatever reason, whether this is, again, there's machlaik, should be shayin, and we're about this in all of Shas, so just discusses how that fits in here. But, Rabbi Yudah said, the Rabbanan say the word oi is lechalik, that shor oi chamar, the oi is not going to be mar bekelem, it's just telling me that you're chayef, whether it's a shor or a chamar. Bibihuda lechalik, how does he know lechalik? Mi venafal. It says venafal shama shara chamar. What nafal is lashin yachid, says Bibihuda. So if it's lashin yachid, it can't be shar and a chamar. It must be shar or a chamar by definition. And if I don't need the word oi, so oi is to be my bekelem. Rabbanah v'nafal, tuva mashpah. They said, just because you're using Lushen, what we would normally consider to be Lushen Yachid, that doesn't necessarily mean it's talking about an individual thing. Rashi brings a bunch of examples where we have words that sound like they're Lushen Yachid, but they're actually used as Lushen Rabbim in the Torah. And therefore, here also, this can be an example, so you wouldn't necessarily know that it's Shar or Achamar. So the word Oi teaches you Lechalik, according to Rabbanah. Says maybe we could dash it differently. Ama, why don't we say like this? Vinafal, when it says Vinafal Shama, that means anything, right? But it doesn't doesn't define what type of object falls in. So why don't we say our classic kind of drasha? Vinafal is a klal. Shara Hamar is a 
prat, and we know the rule is klalu prat emechal elamashva prat. So whenever we have a klalu prat in the Torah, we have something general followed by a specific example. The halacha of the Torah is one of the yud gimomidas of Rabbi Yishmael, is that we say it, it is only referring only to the example. So not only would it exclude kalim. It would exclude all kinds of animals. It would only be only mamash ashar and chamar if you dash and klal prat. Says my, you're right. Shar chamar in midachmini loy. Says my, Amri, you're right. Bala shar yishalem chazav eklav. When the pasuk says in the next pasuk, bala bala bar. I'm sorry, bala bar yishalem. That's meaning he pays under all circumstances. So that's like another klal. So now we change it from being a klal prat to being what we call klal pratu klal. Okay. Now klal pratu klal is still a drasha. And it's still going to be a Mayat thing. So what is it a Mayat? Klalu Pratu Klal, Iyatadon Elakeena Prat. Already when you have Klal Pratu Klal, it doesn't mean only the Prat, but it does have to be similar to the Prat. So the Prat over here again is Sharon Chamar. So what, what is similar to Sharon Chamar? Ma Prat Mefurj Balechayim Afko, Balechayim. The common denominator between a Sharon and a Chamar is that they're live animals. So live animals, you're Chayif, and on Kalim, you're going to be Pot. Says the Mari Ma Prat Mefurish Davish and Avlasa Tamei B'Magomasa Af Kol Davish and Avlasa Mitamei B'Magomasa. There's another common denominator between specifically Ashar and Chamar, besides the fact that they're alive. Because besides the fact that they're alive, because if you're including live things, live things would include other types of animals like birds. Okay. Whereas if we take another common denominator between a shor and a chamar, that they are both their nevela is tomei b'magomasa. If a shor and chamar dies, so that it, without being shechted, of course, a chamar doesn't matter, but a shor. So if they die as a nevela, the nevela is matami. If you touch it or, you, or pick it up, you're going to be tomei nevela. Whereas a bird who dies, you're only tomei if you eat it. If you swallow it, it's not tummy from touching. So maybe, maybe if you have a bird, now I don't know how you have a bird that falls into a bar. Right, I guess you'd have a, well, we, nowadays, technically speaking, chicken. You can, well, nowadays, technically speaking, we would talk about chickens or penguins or ostriches. I don't know if Chazal considered those things birds or not, in terms of their definitions and classifications. But whatever it is, if you have a case of a bird that falls into a bar, maybe that should be potter as well. Because it's not doyme to shor v'chamar. Says the Gemara, you're right. But in kei nich parta. Why did the Torah say shor and chamar? Just say shor. Or just say chamar. Why did it say both of them? parta. And therefore, if it said both of them, it's coming to teach me that the basic common denominator between them is not just nevela, but extending it to even all balichay. So what do you mean? That's not true. Which one of these would you want to not write? That now when it says both, you're telling me it's being married by other things. Because of Shar, if it just would have said Shar, okay, just Shar, Shar, then you would have said Klal Pratu Klal, So maybe only something which is a Chosh of animal that normally can be used as a carbon. So a Shar, a Keves, a Hayes, things like that. But maybe Chamor would be Potter altogether. Okay. Because Rachman and Chamor, if, you, if it just said Chamor, you know what's interesting about Chamor? Havamina Kaddish Babachari and Shainan Kaddish Babachari Loi. Chamor is interesting because it's, it's not a carbon, but it is Kaddish Peterechem. Right? You have, a, you have a different, you have a locha of Kedushas Bachar. So maybe only animals which are Kedushas Bachar. But animals like a horse, which is not Kedushas Bachar, you would not be Chayvan. So you need Shor Vachamor to make a common denominator of Nevela even. So we're back to our question. Maybe it's only things which are Tamib and Avela, not birds. El Amar Kral, you're right. We're not going to learn it from the Klal Prat Klal. The Klal Prat Klal tells me that it's not just the Shara Hamar, it's other types of animals. 
what type of animal? So now we extend it to the next Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, that the owner keeps the mace. So that should call the bar misa. Anything which can die, which obviously therefore includes all live things. Char, chamar, horse, birds, doesn't matter. Anything which can die is going to be included now in the Pasha of Bar. Says, wait a second. So, Ben the Rabbanan de Kamamayatu came. So, now the Rabbanan said a special drasha that it said the word Chamar to be Mayat Kalim. Okay. Ben the Yudu de Kamarbu came. The Yudu said the Oi is Marba Kalim. But Kalim ben Emisinu. Once you tell me that there's a hard and fast rule that we learn everything out from Mesi Eloi, things which die, you're Chayav on a bar, things which don't die, you're not Chayav on a bar, what does it have to do with Kalim? Whether you're being Marba Kalim or Mamayat Kalim, you shouldn't, A, you shouldn't, the way Rashi knows it, you shouldn't need a Pasuk to be Mamayat Kalim, because they're not things that die. They're not alive, so they don't die. And you shouldn't be able to use a Pasuk of Rabbi Huda to be Marba Kalim, because Ramesi Eloi, we already said, excludes Sharp Sul and Mikdashim, because there's no carcass that you can use. So, Bekli also, if it's not a mace, then it's out of that parsha anyway. So, Mamanab Shach, the Drasha doesn't make any sense one way or the other. So, like I explained earlier, that it's not exactly alive, but it's not exactly not die, death, deathable. Is that a word? It's not exactly not to, able to be to be killed. You can kill, sort of. Okay, so if I didn't have a separate drasha of the Rabbanon Achamar or Rabbi Huda of Oi, I wouldn't necessarily know how to look at Caleb. On one hand, they're not alive and breathing, but on one hand, you could break them, which is the equivalent of a live thing dying. So how do you look at that? Comes along the Rabbana and say, no. So Rabbana say the word chamar comes to exclude kalim because they're not really dying. And Yehuda says, no, the word oi is being marba kalim because they are the same as dying since you could break them. But, but, but by, by kli, if it breaks, then the, then the tahar comes back again afterwards. It's not just because it makes... That's an interesting point. Irrelevant, but an interesting point. Yes. Says the Gemara, but we have a better question here. Says the Gemara. Sorry. Says the Gemara. Ula Rav, Damar Bar Shachai Belav Torah Belahavol Levelayel Chavate. Wait a second. Remember, we've been talking the last few days about Rav and Shmuel. What the nature of the Hezek of Bar is? According to Rav, the nature of Hezek of Bar is not for the hitting the ground and breaking. It's for the bad air, the Hevel. How do you break a Kli with Hevel? What is the Havamita that a Kli should be included over here? There's no Hevel over here. So we have a Hevel and Chavatet, Ben Rabban and Ben Lebidu, Jemayi Bermamayit, Kedem and Nehavol and Nehavol. How do you break a Kli with Hevel? Says more, you could. Amr, you could. Bechadati de Mifke'i Mehavola. So now we have not, we've, we've talked about Hevel being bad air. We've talked about Hevel being like poison of some sort. Now, Hevel can also break a Kli. If you have a new Kli, and maybe it's humidity or something like that. The heat and the humidity can cause a, a new cleave that wasn't, you know, burned in the oven properly. It wasn't kilned in the oven. Maybe it would, it would be fragile. And something about the humidity can make it expand or something. Who knows? Something like that. And that taco can make it break. But then a chanami. According to Rav, if the cleave hits the ground, just like an animal hits the ground, you're puffed around the hitting the ground. According to Rav, if the cleave hits the ground and breaks, that's not bar. Bar is only if the cleave breaks in the air from the airspace itself. Says the Gemara. So now you're learning that all out. Lamaisa from Vamesi Yeloi. Vamesi Yeloi says it has to be something that is breakable or something that could die or the equivalent of death. 
says, Mom, it's not true. We learned that Pasuk for something else. We learned it yesterday. That we use for Ravish Drush a few times already. If you have a hectish animal that was hectish in the past, even though it's not hectish anymore, it's owned by a person now, but it was hectish in the past, in which case, when it dies, you can't feed it to your dogs, you can't do anything with it. So, over here, the Balabar has nothing to do with, not the Balabar, the owner of the animal has nothing to do with the mace anymore, because it's not the Pasha of Mace Eloi, because it's Sharpsul Makdashim. So, it's exerts a cost of your putter by bar. That's what you learn from the Mace Eloi. So, you cannot use Hamace Eloi to teach me that it applies to all Balichayim or all things that die. So, we're back to our question. We have a cloud prod cloud which says only Shavachamar, which we said are things which are Matame ben Avela. How do we know that applies to other animals? How do we know it applies to birds? And what's the Havamin it applies to Caleb? Back to that question. Ella says, this is going to be the final answer. Amakra, Kesef Yoshiv Lebailov. He said you should return the money to the owner. You have to pay him back. What does it have to say it that way? Lebailov, Le Rabbi is called the Islay Bailov. could have just said Kesef Yoshiv. Obviously, you return the money to the owner of whatever, whatever died in the bar. Why is it stressed Bailov? Anything which has an owner. So anything which is owned by another person, which would include everything, okay, and that stage of the drasha, anything which has owners, has an ownership, that is what you're going to be high. Now, that is mamayat, like hegdish and things like that, which don't have an ownership, or hefker, of course, but anything which has an owner is going to be chayv in a bar. So, wait a second. So, then we're back to the other question. So, now, how do Rabbana mamayat Caleb? It's owned, and an Adam owns himself, so you should be chayv. That's where we started the drasha. Shor v'chamor. Shor v'loi adam, chamor v'loi kelim. So now you need shor to be a mayat adam, even though it has a bailav, not a, not a physical bailav, but he owns himself. You're going to be potter, and by kelim, you're going to be mamayat from chamor. Well, the Behuda, the Kamarbalu Kalim, maybe the Behuda says Kalim is included because of the oi. Oi is the rabbi says a kelim, meaning you would have thought, like the Rabbanan, that chamor is moitzi kelim, kamashmalan, the oi. Is Maibr the Kalim, so Bishma Shar Mimailadam. So I said Shar is my Adam, that would be agrees to. Ella Khamar Mamaid. So if Oi is Maibr Kalim, what is the word Khamar doing there? We don't need it for a Klal Prat Klal, because we are Mighty from the Klal Prat Klal. We learned out from Balav that it includes everything. So what is Khamar according to Behuda? So Argrisa says, Ella, Ella Amarava, you're right. Khamar de bar, this extra word Khamar that we have by the halacha of bar according to Yehuda. Vesed says, we'll see in a second, l'chal aveda sachicha, that anytime you have a shabbat saveda, you have to return the object, and the pasuk over there says, examples, shar, seh, silma, all kinds of different things. And the Gemara over there makes a drash and bam the darshan, every one of those words is being marved with something else. But it never comes up with a drasha for the word seh. What is the word seh coming to your marved? These two things, l'divri akol, according to everybody who darshan over there, are kasha. We talk, don't know. It's Takashver what the word Hamar according to Behuda is going to be Marbe, and what the word Seba Yeshavaz Vedimad. There are some drushes in the Torah. We lost them somewhere along the way. We lost what that drush is. We don't know what it is. But the mice were coming out at this stage. It always can change. But we're coming at this stage, and when it says Kesev Yashav Labalev, that includes anything which has ownership. According to the Abonan, Shor is Maitzi Adam. Everybody agrees Shor is Maitzi Adam. The question is, is Hamar Maitzi Kalim? That Kalim a Potter? Or is the Oi Marbe Kalim? That's the way we come out with the Joshua by Dine Bar.
Now let's move on to the next halacha in the mission. We'll get back to these drushes here on Amid Beis in a second. The next halacha in the mission was a very, very strange halacha, which we couldn't even tell how to read the words. The Mishnah said, Okay, so the, clearly the end of the mission was talking about a person, a human being, a male or a female, or an Evan Amma, then you're going to be part of that. We just were mamayit from the word shar. But what is that first line? Where do you put the comma? Or where do you put the, the connector, actually, in that sentence? It says the Gemara. My shar How do you read those words? They were referring to the owner. That if the owner of the shar is a cherish, or the owner of the shar is a shaita, or the owner of the shar is a katan, then the Mishnah says yichayev. So what does that mean? If the owner is a regular, normal, healthy, sane person, then you're potter? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would that mean? That, why would that be? Can't make any sense. So I'm going to know. Shar shehu cherish. We're talking about the mental status of the shor itself. This is something new. And you have to take the shor to a shrink so you can find out what the nature of this. Sorry? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, but now it's dead. So you have to have known beforehand what the halacha was. Shor shahu cherish, shor shahu shaita, shor shahu katan. Now, there is no bar mitzvah celebration by a shor. So what does it mean, shor that's a katan? So the Rishadim say it means a shor that's too young to plow. If it's not yet old enough to work in the field, that's called a cotton. It doesn't have enough das to, to make its way in the world by itself. It's not street smart yet. Okay. So in that case, what is it telling me? By those types of animals, the balabar is responsible. What? Why would a shar v'pikach be potter? Like, what's it coming to be? What is the chiddush of this Mishnah that it's telling me that a shar that's a cherishite of a cotton, you're chayiv, as opposed to what? A shar that's a pikach, a normal, healthy, regular, sane shar, you're not chayiv on? We never saw that anywhere yet in the first 53 blat that we've been learning here. So I'm Rav Yirmir. So Yirmir says, no, let's make a different, make, maybe it means something else. Loi. Lami boy, kamer. It's a lami boy. It's teaching you a chiddush with cheresheit v'katan. Lami bar shar should be kach chayev. Of course, a regular healthy shar that falls into your bar, the balabar is chayev for making a bar. Mishus rabbim wherever he made it. Avol shar cheresheit v'katan. If the shar is not healthy, ema charushasay garmeloi. Maybe you would think the balabar should say, "Why should I pay this foolish shar?" was not careful. And it, it's harosh. There's something else to blame over here. The fact that it was deaf, the fact that it wasn't of sane mind, garmalai, katnasa garmalai, and never liftar. Maybe therefore the balabar would claim to be potter because he could blame the shar himself for falling into the bar. Kamashwan, no, we don't say that. So according to Vimi Erechanami, by all types of shar, you're going to be chayiv. The chidish is even if it's a shar that is a chayiv, still you're going to be chayiv. Amalev Achel Ravina, it's a nice svara. But it doesn't fit with what we learned. The bride says, Vatanya, bardas potter. It says, if it falls in a bardas, you are going to be potter. My love, shar bardas. The chars of her to shar bardas, which would be like our havamine that we rejected, that a shar pikech is potter. We seem to have a bride, which Taka says that. We don't know why yet, but it seems to say that. Amalei Adam. No, when it said bardas, that didn't mean an animal that's intelligent, it meant a human being. So by an Adam, does it make a difference if he's intelligent or not? We had a drasha. Shar, veloy Adam. Doesn't make a difference if the Adam is 
intelligent, cherish, shaita, cotton, any human being that falls into a barrier potter, it's exactly Makes no difference that he's a ben das. So why would the Bryce be referring to that as a ben das? No, elamai ben das, min ben das. Maybe when it said ben das, it was just a generic way referring to human beings. Ben das just means people who could be intelligent, but in Echanami, all human beings, whether they are intelligent or not, are going to be put if they fall into a bar. So, but, but by a shar, you're always going to be chayv. Um, well, it's not true. Look at the, we have another bride. It says, Beferish, Fatanya. Nafotech shar ben das potter. It says, Beferish in this other bride, so, that a shar ben das is potter. And it's not referring to a human being over there, it's referring to a shar, clearly. So what, what are we missing? So it says, El Amarava, you're right. Change everything we've been learning now for the last uh, 50 days. El Amarava, Sharvu Cheresh, Sharvu Shaita, Visharshu Katan Dafka. You're going to be potter. If you have a regular intelligent shar walking, which just Rabin falls into a bar, the balabar is potter. Why? My time at the boy We said an animal that walks faces head down, and therefore a normal, intelligent, healthy animal should be watching where it's walking. And the balabar can say, "It's not my problem." Yes, I dug a bar. Maybe I wasn't supposed to dig it. Maybe I was supposed to dig it. Doesn't make a difference. A normal, healthy shar should watch where it's walking. A human being, we said, you need a special exercise. As Tyson pointed out earlier in the Masech, the human beings walk with their eyes up. They don't necessarily look down or looking in their phones or whatever it is, right? And therefore, a human being, the Torah says, a special exercise. Okay, whether you're paying attention, not paying attention, human being that falls into a bar is always going to be putter. But an animal, it depends. If the animal should have been able to avoid the bar, then the ball of bar is taka going to be potter. And everything we've been talking about, an animal falling into a bar, being chayev, is by an animal that it's not an animal that could have paid attention. What does that mean? Tanya Namiyachi. Nafotech is shor, that is a cherish, that is a shayt, there is a cotton, or suma, if you're an animal that's blind, or mahalach balayla, could be a perfectly healthy, sane animal, but it's dark outside. And if it's dark outside, he can't see. A human being, we assume, can sense it, could see it, can pay more attention, shouldn't be there maybe, whatever it is. Human being, we could discuss separately, that's exerza kosu. But by a shor, if it's taka night, that would taka make you the balabar chayef. If he's a healthy shark and he's going during the day, then you taka going to be potter. And that's what the Gemara finishes. So surprise, surprise. Back from Daf Beis, we never said anything like this. But now we're saying that taka, the only type of shark you chayef for is a shark that's a cherish, a shaita, or a cotton, or it's dark, or it's a sumo, or something like that. But a normal, healthy animal that walks in the street and falls into a bar, the balabar is going to be potter. <laughs> Sorry? And trips it, okay, tripping might be tripping might be like Lila. Tripping we discussed. Right, we discussed according to Shmuel. If you trip and you fall and the Chavot and all those things, maybe tripping counts as Lila. That's not a clear from the Salacha. Maybe yes, maybe no. Dep- I guess it depends on the nature of how it happens. Okay. If you don't know, you say, I'm there. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Says the Mishnah. If anybody doesn't have copies here, you can hand out some more copies. Okay. If you have the uh, handouts that I that I sent out, you can look at that. Just a list of all the psukim. We're going to dash in a whole bunch of psukim now. It's just a little bit easier to follow it uh, in a chart if you have it. Says the Mishnah: Echad Shor, Echad Kol Behema. When the when the psukim and and the Mishnayos talk about a shor, generally speaking, not always one hundred percent, but generally speaking, it doesn't mean a shor specifically. It means any behema. And we'll see it means not just Bahama. And they are, where do we see this referred to? In a whole bunch of different halachas. Linafila Sabar, we just said it's a Shara Hamar, but that Dalafdafka means that. La Frashas Harsinai, by Harsinai, the Pasik says, Lysi Sigma Yad, Kisako, Yisako, Yari, right? And Bahama and Ish, 
Lo No one's allowed, no human being, and no animal is allowed to go up on Har Sinai. Over there it says, Im behema. What is a behema referring to? So this is what we're going to dash in here as well, this Sukkim. Ulu tashlumei kefal. By kefal also says, You pay kefal when you steal it. Over there also you see in the Pesach it says, Shor al-chamor. That's love dafka. Ula shavas aveda. Ula shavas aveda says, V'chein tasel al-chamor roi. V'chein tasel al-simlosoi. V'chein tasel chol ve'ezachicha. So you see it says, Chamor. It's love dafka. Ula priko al-chasimah. When you're unloading an animal, by the Pesach it says, Kisir al-chashor al-chamor tachas rabai. Azayv tazif lo. You have to help someone unload their animal. Over there it says, Chamor. By chasimah it says, Lo shachsoim shor bedishoi. So all these types of cases, the Torah seems to specify a type of animal. The Mishnah is telling you it's not dafka. But Klayim, now there's two types of Klayim. There's Klayim of Harva and Klayim of Avoida. Right? Klayim of Avoida is when you're mating two animals. And Klayim of Harisha means when you're having them work together, on, tied together as one. So by, by Klayim of Harisha, it's Bishar Ubechamor Yachtov. Over there also it's going to say it's Avdafka. And by Harva it says, What type of behemoth are we talking about? That's going to be the, the subject of the Mishnah. And by Shabbos. Right? By Shabbos it clearly says, these things are not allowed to do avoid a few malacha on Shabbos. A behemoth is not allowed to do malacha on Shabbos. What's included in behemoth? That's what our Mishnah is talking about. So the Mishnah says it means shor and all behemoths. And says the Mishnah, and it doesn't necessarily mean just a behemoth. It can mean a chaya, which is a wilder type of behemoth, like a deer or something like that, or even a bird. All these things, for all these halachas, all of them include all of them. How do we know? That's going to be all these joshes. Why do say shor in these cases? That's just a typical type of animal that they used to have around the house, was a shor chamar. So sometimes these psukim say behemoth, sometimes they say shor, sometimes they say chamar. Those are all just the typical examples, or the most classical examples of each case. But Lamaisa says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, they're all lavdafka. The same halach would apply by a shar, a chamar, a horse, a deer, a gazelle, or a penguin. It's all the same halach. Says the Gemara, how do you know all this? How do we know the filas habar? Even though it says shar a chamar, if you look in the chart, so I highlighted the words that say that are the mute. And then in the left column, we have, how do we know that that's not accurate? Ac- not, not accurate. But that's not the halacha case that we're actually married so by bar, it says, as we just started on the Naman Aleph, Kesef Yoshev Lebalav Ksiv, called the Islay Balam Kedamar, like we said on Naman Aleph, that it says, Lav Dafka Shor Chamar, any type of object which is owned, we excluded Caleb, but besides Caleb, anything which is owned has a din of bar. Lafrashas Har Sinai, because it says, Im Behema, Im Ish, Lo Yichya, and first of all, so Chai Bechal Behema, Behema by definition doesn't say Shor Chamar, it says Behema. Whenever it says behemoth, it means chaya as well. That's generally a rule in Shas. Rashi says, it says, Zois behema shatechelu, and it talks about an ayal or a tzvi. And therefore, generally speaking, when it says the word behema, it doesn't mean specifically behema, it means behema or chaya. How do you know it even means birds and things like that? Because it says, im, the rabbi says, the fact that it says im, behema, the extra word im, that's marba even birds. Tashlume kefal. How do you know by kefal? Even though by kefal it says, I'll call davar pesha, I'll shor al chamor. Kedamina, like we said, I'll call davar pesha. Klal is called davar pshia. Anything which the ikr drush over there is not the chamor or shor. The ikr chamor, the ikr drush is the beginning of the pasuk. I'll call davar pesha. Anything which is a pshia, could have just said, I'll call davar, or don't even said it at all. Call davar pesha. Anything you steal, no matter what, you're going to be chayev kefal.
Hashamas Aveda. How do you know Hashamas Aveda? Even though the pasuk says v'chein tasa lechamoyroi, so it's more because it says lechol Aveda zachicha in the pasuk itself. It says lechol Aveda zachicha, which is clearly marba. Anything that somebody loses, you have a mitzvah for Hashamas Aveda. Leprika. Now it gets more interesting. By prika, it says kisira shor shamor soinacha revitz tachas masoi. He has a big bundle on his back. No, you should help him unload the packages. So how do you know that that chamor is not a dafka chamor? So I'm a yolav chamor chamor mishabbos. Over there, we're going to learn out exera shava from hilcha shabbos. Hold on. So now we have to wait to what it says by shabbos, and then we'll know what applies over here as well. Lichasima, but I saxum shabadishai, yolav shor shor mishabbos. Over there is a different exera shava, but also we're going to learn it out from Hilchai's Shabbos. Likhlayim, so now we have to figure out which Klayim we're talking about. E Klayim de Charisha, we're talking about Klayim of plowing like Sachresh, Peshor, Vechamor, Yachtov, so Ninol of Shar Shamishavis. So we can learn out the same Zereshavis, Shar Shar, from Dine Shabbos. E Klayim de Harva, where over there it doesn't say Shar Vechamor, it says Chukai Tishmaru, Behemtacha, Loisabia Kalayim, so then Yolof Behemtacha, Behemtacha Mishavis. We can learn a different Zereshavis, but all the Makar is going to be Hilchai Shabbos. Okay, so now let's talk about Shabbos. The Gabi Shabbos, we know it. Right by Shabbos it says Behemtucha in the fir- in the Luchas Rishonis it says Behemtucha in the Luchas in the Luchas Acharonis it says Shavu Chamor. So how do you look down on all that? The Gemara brings a drush. The Sanei B'Yosi Yomim B'Shem B'Mishmal B'Dibris Rishonis Nemar Avdecha V'Amoscha U'Vehemtecha. That's what it says. Behemtecha. Generic. B'Dibris Acharonis Nemar V'Sharcha V'Chamorcha V'Chol Behemtecha. Over there it's Mefaret. It says specifically Shavu Chamor. V'Aloi Shavu Chamor B'Chal Kol Behemahayu. Once it says behemah, that always means shar v'chamar. Right? There's no, no reason it wouldn't exclude that, include that. Why is it there in the Lukas Achrenes? In Veschanan, specifically say shar v'chamar. Loi melecha, to teach you a yisoyed for kol tarakula. Ma shar v'chamar amorkan chayi v'yoyf ki yitzaben. Just like the shar v'chamar over here is lavdafka. It means achaya and it also means oifas. How do we know that? Hold on, we'll see. All other places in the Torah, when it says these things, as we just said, when it says Shar, or it's going to say Behema, or it's going to say Chamar, Lavdafka, unless it's specifically for a specific reason, for Karbonus, obviously, or something like that. But otherwise, it's going to be generic, and it means Behema, and it means Chaya, and it means Oif, and it's all the same. It says, well, wait a second. How do you know that? Ema, Behema, the Dibbers Yishonis Klal. Maybe we should say, when it says Behema, the Dibbers Yishonis, that's a Klal. Shar, Chavachamar, the Dibbers Yishonis is a Prat. And we should say, and maybe only in Now, there's a wild drasha. Because generally speaking, Tesis points out, we have a rule, you don't make a klalu prat muruchokim zemizeh. You don't say, well, it has a klal in uh, Parshas Mishpatim and a prat in Parshas uh, Kedoshim, so it's a klal prat. You don't do such a thing. It has to be two things close to each other. So how are you making a havamin of a klal prat from the, from the Lucas Rishonis in Vayisra, in Yisrael to the Lucas Achrenis in Veschanam? Tesis points out, because it's Zohar V'Shamar V'Dibor Echod. This is going to lead us into tomorrow's Gemara. We'll see more about this in tomorrow's Gemara. How do we look at what the Torah writes writes physically in Parshas Yisrael as opposed to what it writes physically in Parshas Veschana. There's differences. We know there's plenty of differences. We'll point about some of them tomorrow. So what does that mean? Does that mean that they were said differently? We don't see that. There was only one Amira. So L'chari means it was all just like we said, Zachar V'Shamar is B'dibor Echad, and it says Zachar in one of the Dibras and Shamar in the other one. It was said the same. So that means at the same time, Kosh said, Behema, Shar, Hamar, and Behemtacha. It said it all at the same time, whatever that means. 
So then you could actually make a Klal Prat out of it. In fact, we'll get to a discussion is, what was actually written on the Luchas is a fascinating question. Was Zachar written on one and Shama written on the other, or somehow they were together? It's, it's, it's going to be an interesting point. We'll see the Gemara discuss it tomorrow. But you could make a Klal Prat, theoretically. says the Amri, the chol behemtachah, the dibur sachrinus, chaz of a klal. When it says again, by the dibur sachrinus, it says the chol behemtachah. So that is that is going to make it a klal, klal uprat uklal, klal uprat uklal. Yatadanal kena prat, ma prat mefurish bebalichayim. So anything alive, shavachim are just examples. Afkol balichayim. So again, how do you know that? Viema ma prat mefurish davashem velasa tem magomasa. Only things which are tamei benevela, animals, not birds. Maybe there should be no iser of working with birds on Shabbos, and then, and then, samely by prika and chasim, etc., you will not be able to learn from Shabbos to include birds. So no, Amri Imkay Parta. It should only say shar, or only say chamar. Why does it say both to include birds? Well, it says it's not true. It says the Gemara. Hi Nichtev. Which one do you want to write? If it just said Shabbos by Shabbos, Havamina, There's only an Isra on Shabbos to work with animals that can be brought as a carbon. Like If it only had Chamar, Havamina, Only things which are Kaddish Babachari are not allowed to work with on Shabbos. But birds, etc., which are not Kaddish Babachari, or horses, which are not Kaddish Babachari, you're allowed to work with on Shabbos. So we need both of them. So if we need both of them, we're back to our question. Maybe it's a Klal Prat Klal, and only things which are like that are Natame bin Avela are also to work on Shabbos with birds, should not be also to work with on Shabbos. El of a chol behemtcha ribui says no. We're not going to darshan this as a klal prat klal. We're going to darshan it as a ribui, not ribui. Ribui just a ribui. The chol behemtcha is a generic ribui to be married by all animals, including birds. The chol says the gemara. Okay, that's an interesting drasha. But now let's make sure it's accurate. The chol hechel dechsev rachmana kol ribuyu. So you tell me anytime the word says kol, it's a ribuy to be married by everything. Is that true? For gabe meiser by meiser sheni. When you take meiser sheni money, meiser sheni you pay it. You take the money to Yerushalayim. What are you allowed to buy with that money? The pasuk says dechsev kol v'dashinim mechleib bechal prat. Over there it says the word kol, and we don't dashin it as a ribuy to be married by everything. We still dashin klal prat. The pasuk says this anya v'nasata kesef bechol asher taven afshecha. You could use the meiser sheni money. If anything you want to eat in Yerushalayim. So we darshan, that's a klal. Bakar v'tsoyin v'yayin v'sheicha, which are examples in the Pasuk, that's a prat. U'b'chol ha'sheteshalcha nafshecha, we say, that second b'chol, that's chaz of a klal. And we darshan over there, klal prat klal, yet adonal kena prat, ma'apram afurish primi primi g'dulei karka. You're only allowed to buy with mother ma'asheshenei things which we produce. And things which grow from the ground. Animals are considered growing from the ground. Or fruits which reproduce. Which means you're not allowed to buy other things. What? Fish. Yeah, you're not allowed to, Well, f- fish is debatable. But you're not allowed to buy things which are not edible like that. Let's put it that way, okay? Afko karka. So you see you're dashing klal prat klal. Lav dafke dashing a reboy. Because if kol is a reboy, you should be able to buy anything you want. Says the Amri, bichol is klala. Kol reboy. Over there it says with a base. With a base, then we, again, I don't know how we know these things, when it says bikol, that would be a klal prat klal. When it says just the word kol by itself, that's a riboy. And therefore, kol behemtcha, by Shabbos, is being married by all types of animals, chaya, oif, everything. And then we learn out prika, chasima, and uh, klaim, etc., all from Shabbos, that it includes all animals. 
could be call is also a klal, not a riboy. Over here, specifically, it's not a klal, prat klal, it's a riboy. Why? In the Bershishanis, it says, It doesn't say, Why is over here an extra word, So that is a riboy. Over here, it's not a klal, prat klal. The behemtacha itself would have been a klal. The chol is changing it from a klal to a riboy, and therefore it's marb all animals. Okay, so that's, more, that's very interesting. How should I call riboy who? So behemtacha dibrus hashanis v'shavar chamad dibrus hachmanis lamali. So v'chol behemtacha means all animals are also to work with on Shabbos. Period. So what do I need shar and chamar and behemtacha by do the bris v'shanis? What do I need all that for? Before we started to make a klal prat and all that, fine. But now that we threw all that away, what are all these drushes for? Amri Shar is like Muri Shar Shar Lechasima. Chamar is like Muri Chamar Chamar Laprika. Because those words are the what we made the connection back to teach me that by Prika and Chasima and Harvad, all those things are going to learn in Gafam Shabbos. Without these extra words of Behemtacha and Shar Vechamar, we wouldn't know to make those trushes. Behemtacha like Muri, Behemtacha, Behemtacha Lechlai. And therefore, two, it's a two step trusha. Vechol Behemtacha by Shabbos says all animals. Birds, chaya, shar, chamar, horse, everything. is also to do malacha with on Shabbos. And then the extra words of behemtach and luchas v'shaynas, and the extra word of shar v'chamar and luchas v'shaynas, are the makar to teach me that the same malacha applies by all the other places we made drosh. So, miyachah, I feel adam says the Gemara, a person's not allowed to work on Shabbos. So a person should have a halacha of prika and chasima and klayim and all these things should apply to a person as well. Because if you're learning enough from Shabbos, and by Shabbos a person's not allowed to work, so by sh- that should be the makar to all those other things should apply to people as well. And alamatanan adam mutterim kula nachresh. If you want to have a person tied up with a shar and they're plowing the field, that's fine. There's no isra over there of klayim by a person. Okay, klayim barva obviously would be. But klayim becharisha would not be. So... Why not? You learn out from Shabbat that it applies to a person as well. There's people from a place called Pupana, Pupana or something. They knew the Pshat. He lived there. The Pasuk says by Shabbos, The Isser of working by Hanochav, not working on Shabbos, that applies to human beings as well. But the, that which we learn out from Hilchah Shabbos, that Shor and Hamar and Behemoth applies to all types of animals, that specifically is excluded from the Limud. And therefore, even though a person is not allowed to work on Shabbos, of course, but the Halacha of Prika, Chasima, and Harva, and all those other, and Klaim, Harisha, etc., those do not apply to human beings, and therefore we have no issue here. But we're going to come out, and we'll see more about this tomorrow, that the Halacha, for instance, of working with two animals applies by all animals, by birds, by fish, Every type of animal on planet Earth, there is an issue of mixing two species. And now you have to start figuring out what is considered two different species. We'll see that in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow.